Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the FitFig podcast. I'm Steph Figarelli, your host, and uh, today I just want to catch you up on some things I've been doing. I know I've been MIA for about a month here on the podcast, actually probably a little bit longer than that. I have taken a break, stepped back from social media, specifically Instagram, and I wanted to talk a little bit about taking breaks from things that are no longer serving you. And maybe you, in the time where you're taking the break, you can find a reason to come back to whatever it is you're making space from. And uh, I'll just uh, catch you up on a few other things. So I think I've been off of Instagram for three weeks. And my motive was initially I just wanted to stop the obsessive scrolling and checking and feeling this kind of pressure to post something. This was of my own making of obviously meaning nobody's making me feel like I need to share information or post something. When you run a business and you rely on social media, it's a marketing platform. And I've spoken pretty extensively on my opinion regarding social media. I think it's something every business owner should use. And I think that if you're not using it, you're really missing out on a cool opportunity to educate your current customers and potential customers. So in that regard, you know, it doesn't cost any money. You have a phone, you pay your phone bill, that's money you're putting into it. You could look at it that way. But you're really spending a lot of time. And I think the return is worth it, assuming you have the time and the energy to devote to putting out information on social media. So I just found myself constantly checking the app and scrolling and trying to keep up with some things. And I didn't feel good about any of it anymore. I just became almost exhausted with the whole thing. And I love Instagram, by the way. I think Instagram is one of the best social media platforms, not only for marketing a service or a product, but for connecting with other people. I use it a lot when I travel. I've actually discovered a ton of places and... um just really interesting things to do when I've traveled overseas or even locally. I kind of even get my news from Instagram, meaning, for example, if I'm looking to go hike a mountain in somewhere in Alaska, I can get on a hashtag hiking Alaska and I can look to see what those trail conditions are like based on the information, hopefully recent information on a hashtag. And I think that's pretty cool. But I I realized that it was taking me away from the things that I needed to do. If you guys have been listening to this podcast for a while, you know I'm a big fan of making lists. And my to-do lists are long. I like it that way, by the way. It's nothing that overwhelms me. But if I'm so distracted that I can't devote my time and energy to my to-do lists, which are things that are very important to me. And I'm over here screwing around on Instagram and social media, not contributing anything, by the way. I hadn't felt compelled to really post a lot. 
I had uh, some things I wanted to share with my audience, but I, I just found it to be too much. Not only that, just it, it was taking me away from the things that needed to get done. Something to understand as well, I live in Anchorage, Alaska, and our summer, which depends on the year, uh, this particular year has been uh, kind of a late start. We've had unusually cold weather, whereas the, you know, a large part of North America, the Pacific Northwest right now, are experiencing massive heat waves, we are still seeing 40 degrees Fahrenheit overnight. And I'll wake up in the morning and I take my dogs out to go to the bathroom and I can still see my breath. You know, it's like June, well, it's July 1st. And that's incredibly unusual, but we have seasons like that. We have years like that. So it is what it is. I live in Anchorage, Alaska, and uh, I don't have a lot of time within my summer months to get the things done that I want to do. So I needed to protect this time and I chose to eliminate some of the things that were distracting me. So social media, specifically Instagram, has been one of those things. I've had a couple people ask me about it. Will I be back? Why did I leave? And I wanted to just add this in. So if you're a listener, uh, maybe you're wondering where I've been. And I don't know if I'll be back. I, like I said, love and appreciate the platform very much, but I need to have a little more self-control with the usage of that app. And I want to come back with a little bit more fuel in the tank as far as sharing information. I want to have more of a plan and a focus with how I, what I put out content. I think it's important for the people who are following you, you know, to have something interesting to follow and, and take in and consume. I don't want to just be somebody aimlessly sharing things with no real sequence or strategy, just sort of randomly throwing things out there. I want to have meaning behind it. Now, that doesn't mean I'm not going to post some random thing that I'm doing or just whatever. I don't think it needs to be so serious all the time, but I want to be more purposeful and I'm enjoying the time away. So as soon as I'm ready, I'll know and I'll come back. And if that feeling never comes back, then that's fine too. You can find me, by the way, on my website, which is figarellisfitness.com. And Figarelli is my last name. And uh, you can find me on Facebook. I have a Facebook page. You can find me on YouTube. It's Figarelli's Fitness on YouTube. I think that's probably, you know, the only real... <laughs> The only real information anyone probably needs. But uh, if you'd like to send me an email, feel free. You can send it through my website. And uh, I'd love to hear from you. Instagram doesn't need to be the only connection to the outside world. There are other options also, you know. I don't know. I felt a little strange about this communication that people have when they respond to a story. And this could also be on Facebook because Facebook has stories, Instagram stories. And I know it's always well-meaning, so I'm not attacking anyone or being critical. But say you share a story and 
I would say 99% of the time when somebody responds to one of your stories, they do so with an emoji. Or they don't respond at all. They just watch your stories. They never click like. They never interact. They never never say hello. I started to feel like it was this weird, I don't know, like I was living in a fish tank and people were just observing the things that I was doing, but never actually talking to me. And, you know, I, I think also when you're running an Instagram or whatever social media platform, you can be more engaging with your audience as well. I could have done things to reach out and engage with other people. And I just never did. Um, I'm sure I attempted it half-assed attempts at connecting, which again, observing now I could have done things a lot better. And if I return, I will. Uh, but you know, I just found that to be really, it made me uncomfortable to just have these sort of like clapping hand emoji response to a story, like a cool thing in my story somebody liked. I'd much rather have a conversation with somebody than just communicate with hearts and likes and, and stuff like that. So anyway, it was starting to feel really inauthentic. And I think we're moving in the direction of a of inauthentic, disconnected world where technology takes over and whether that's just too much reliance on artificial intelligence or whatever the case may be, I don't know. But I just started to feel like really icky about the whole thing. Like, I still feel kind of icky about just what I, you know, my reliance on social media still with Facebook and things. Meaning I have family that if I get rid of my Facebook, I'll never hear from or communicate with. Or if I go to write a letter to them or pick up the phone and call, and that becomes strange. You know, people are just like, oh, why are you calling me? Not to say that everyone would feel that way, but I, I've had that. We're a, a society of texting and responding with emojis and no real depth or feeling to our engagement. And I'm, I'm worried about that. I don't want to become one of those people. So I've decided to pull back from it. I've decided to really become more self-aware and observe my own behavior, my own interactions with other people. I think the connection to other human beings is really special and I don't want to lose it. I don't want to become somebody who's just texting and never hearing another person's voice or putting out useless bullshit on Facebook or whatever. I just want there to be depth and meaning in my life so I can express myself authentically and I can engage with other people who are feeling like maybe the same way that I'm feeling. I know this isn't going to speak to everybody and that's okay. But if you're feeling... I don't know, disconnected, inauthentic, just feeling kind of icky about the whole thing. Think about your contribution to social media. Maybe it would be better to pull back or take a rest or whatever. So anyway, this is what I've been doing the last three or four weeks. I've lost track now. I'll continue it as long as it feels right to me. Um, and I'll seek out more interaction face-to-face. -face. I've been hiking with clients Obviously, I'm working with clients. Uh, I much prefer having this human experience. So that's what I've been doing. I have taken taken up mountain biking. I, maybe I've talked about this before in other podcast episodes. I'm, I'm not sure. But um, I really enjoy it. And we are fortunate to have some really nice single track trails here around Anchorage, 
where I live. And there's a couple different areas that I'll hopefully discover this summer. But I've been going out with my wife, Leela, to Kincaid. It's a, like a park, huge, beautiful area. You can walk, you can run, you can hike, you can bike. It's super beautiful. There are moose and bears and it's just this wild, gorgeous place. And uh, we've gone out, I think, four or five times to ride the single track. Unfortunately, our weather here, like I mentioned, it's cold, but it's also been a bit rainy. And when it's raining, it's not a lot of fun to ride the single track because it gets a little messy. You can still do it. We've done it, but much more fun on a beautiful sunny day or at least an overcast day when it's not raining. Uh, but we really love it. It's kind of uh, captured our captured our hearts. <laughs> and of course, we're hiking not quite as much as years past where we were getting out twice a week, every week. We're kind of once a week, every other week on average right now. But again, that's because we have a ton of snow up in the higher elevations. And we've had a lot of bear activity this season. For I, I'm not really sure why, but a lot more bears are, it, it, it at least seems that way. I don't know statistically if you were to compare it to last year or the year before, but a lot of people have just mentioned they feel like they've seen more bears and uh, a couple bears are just hanging around certain areas, which makes it a little sketchy to go out and want to hike a certain trail if you know there's a grizzly bear hanging around. Um, and I have two dogs and hiking with my two dogs and wildlife just isn't a good good idea. So I try to be respectful of that wildlife and stay away. And there, you know, bears are everywhere. Moose are everywhere. You can't stay away from them. But if I hear a rumor uh, about a bear lingering in a specific trailhead, I'm going to stay away. So I've read a couple books since my last podcast episode where I tend to share some things I've been reading. And I wanted to let you know what those are. So the first book I read I'm actually halfway through it. I took a break from it because I just wasn't feeling it. And it's not because it wasn't good information. It was because I got busy and I just didn't feel like reading. I mean, I'll be honest. So the book is called Roar by Stacey Sims. And it's about female hormones. So something it's uh, something I've wanted to learn a little bit more about. I think it'd be helpful you know, just to learn more about it for myself, also for my clients. And uh, I think it's a book every woman should read. Every man should read, probably if he's, you know, in a position to, if he's married to a woman or trains a woman, I think it's important to learn about it. So uh, the other book I read, I just finished, is called King, Warrior, Magician, Lover, this is about the masculine archetypes and it's um interesting it was a light easy read i didn't feel it was particularly difficult even though the subject matter is kind of esoteric kind of unusual i found it to be interesting and i think learning about these different energies this masculine and feminine energy is interesting it's always interested me this particular book was really the background of the authors were i want to say religion mythology psychology they had a good mix of interesting education and kind of foundation so 
I um I thought it was a good book. I will probably keep it and maybe reread it another time just to grasp, make sure I fully grasp everything that I've read. Uh, but it's just basically these different facets of personality and arch- these archetypes of the masculine. Specifically, they're speaking about heterosexual men. And it's, of course, you know, this day and age, books like this become controversial in some circles because you know, feminism is really very popular and, and, uh, I'll I'll save that whole rant for another podcast episode. But I think if you're raising sons or you're married to a man or you are a man, I think it's a book that's worth adding to your reading list and checking out. So, uh, if you do read it, let me know. I think, I think you like it. I like stuff like that. I like psychology anything psychology. And you know, here's the thing. If you don't agree with it, cool. You don't have to. That's what I like about reading books. I like the challenge of entertaining an idea and maybe accepting it and making it a part of my own thought process or I don't know, something maybe I adopt as a habit depends on on the book. But then if I don't agree with it after thinking about it or even experimenting with whatever, I can just discard it from my mind. I don't have to obsess about it. I don't have to burn the book. I don't have to get upset. You know, people, we are intelligent beings, us humans, and we are fully capable of making decisions and acquiring information and doing whatever with that information And, uh, I just, I've never understood like getting upset about material in a book, like when people burn books or whatever, it's like, you know, let people read whatever they want to read. And if you don't like it or you don't agree with it, that's cool. You don't have to actually even have any reaction. Just, you know, donate the book or take it back to the library or whatever you want to do. But it's just, it's funny. People get offended by almost everything these days. So, um, well, what else? Let me think. I've mentioned this on pre- uh, previous podcasts, but I've been doing like long list making. I'm a huge list person. I'm telling you right now, if you are a an unorganized person or your life is just chaotic and you can't seem to get anything done because you're you're moving in circles, make a list every day and break it down into simple things. So you have some, you can get that little dopamine hit with your highlighter or whatever and check it off because I'm telling you, it's the thing that's going to keep moving you forward. It's pretty, it's pretty amazing. So I've been doing that all summer. I've been journaling almost every day for the month of June. I know I did miss, I think like a week. I don't know. I'd wake up in the morning and I'm like, I don't feel like it. And it, you know, one day of, I don't feel like it turns into a week of, I don't feel like it. And I don't, I don't want to fall fall into that trap because I think that can really perpetuate the rest of your life, all areas of life. You suddenly you're like, well, I don't feel like working out. I don't feel like eating healthy. I don't, you know, of course nobody feels like doing the shit they need to do. You got to do it anyway. So anyway, that's my pep talk to myself as I'm telling you, I journaled almost every day in the month of June. And my journaling process is very straightforward. I just do a brain dump first thing in the morning. It all depends on what I have going on. But I think this is really a key to maintaining focus and staying organized, but also being productive and a little stress relief, a little brain dump. You can complain and 
you know, vent on paper, nobody has to listen to you, bitch, and you can get everything out. It's kind of a, a very, uh, it's a very cathartic exercise. I recommend it. So I'm list making, I'm journaling, I'm doing a little reading. I have a couple big events coming up this summer that I'm really excited about. And I'm focusing my training toward the successful completion of these two events. So the first one, which I actually don't know when this one will take place because it's going to be weather dependent. I also need to make sure that the snow is mostly gone. Uh, and it's to summit the mountain Bold Peak, which is in Oklutna, Alaska. This is a 7,500 foot elevation, big beast of a mountain that we've wanted to do for the last couple of years. But you know, we just couldn't get our act together to get it done. But this year we are, we're going to do it. It'll be the biggest peak we've ever done. And we've got a little group who's interested. So hopefully we can collaborate and make it work with the, the timing of the weather. And we'll start early. We'll probably start around 6 or 7 a.m. I assume it'll take us the entire day, approximately 12, 13 hours. Maybe, hopefully if we move quick, maybe we'll get done faster uh, but it's a whole thing. I'll maybe I'll fill you in in another podcast episode, let you know how we're preparing and or maybe we've we'll have it completed by then so I can talk about it. Uh, the next big event is the Lost Lake Run in Seward, Alaska. This is going to be this is an event that I've been doing with my wife, Leela, since 2013, and it raises money and awareness for cystic fibrosis. So the whole event is this massive fundraiser that I think is just, first of all, the race itself is intense. It's almost 16 miles through the mountains in Seward. And then, you know, the other, the other side of it is this incredible uh, effort toward fundraising, raising a lot of money to help further research, fund research and medicine for people with CF. And it's, one of our clients back in the day had, uh, she introduced us to this event. She has cystic fibrosis and we were just absolutely inspired by her life and her story. And of course, you know, being a part of this event, it seemed so intimidating before doing it because I had never run through the mountains before. That sounded crazy. I just would run on the pavement. I'd do 5Ks. I'd do half marathons, you know? So we stepped our game up and we We've uh, been doing it last couple years. It's been canceled. Uh, 2019, we had pretty bad wildfires here in the air, the uh, southern part of our state, down in the peninsula, and it just we we couldn't run through that area. Those wildfires were out of control, and then we all know what happened last year in 2020. <laughs> so. We're, fingers crossed, this event will happen this year, and uh, we're really looking forward to it. Our team has been fundraising like crazy. I'm really proud of them, and everybody's just coming together to to put everything into this race, and I'm pretty excited about it. Um, but I want to wrap it up there because I'm trying to keep these a little shorter than usual. I think that would be an interesting experiment for me because I talk a lot. I'm very long-winded, as you know, 
And I would love to connect with you. So if we were connected on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, and we've since lost touch, feel free to send me an email, say hello through my website. Um, you can also, like I said, find me on Facebook, but I am not trying to be antisocial or disconnected from other people. I would love to have an authentic connection. What I'm not interested in doing is communicating with just like the heart emoji. I want to hear words. I want to have conversations in depth. So I'm really not interested in anything else, but um, I hope everyone's doing well. I hope you're healthy and you're enjoying whatever you're doing this summer, wherever you live. Uh, I look forward to getting a few more podcasts out this month. I fully intend on you know, having a few more episodes come out in the month of July. Um, but uh, yeah, I just want to say hello, get on here real quick. And um That's it. I'll talk to you guys in the next one. Take care.